Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Welcome to Heels and Quads. If you've ever wondered how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast, the answer is so, so simple. Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners. Downloads, everything. I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Welcome to the Heels and Quads podcast. I'm Levi at Levi Diesel on Twitter. And I'm Tommy at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. And I'm Robert at Robert Lemons on and I know Robert's driving, but I just wanted to mention he's on iPhone now, and he sounds so much better. <laughs> this is our end of the year top 10 wrestlers of 2017, and that is cross promotions. So this will uh, highlight the top 10 of, obviously, the I would say the big three plus all the indies, but anyways... The list, the list compi- is compiled between the three big Pretty ones. Pretty much. WWE, it's, it's Ring of Honor. And it's There's nobody else that really made the top ten from smaller indie promotions. Would you say, um, well, the- I mean, I know we have honorable mentions, and I got to thinking about it. I mean, I don't watch Impact, but, I mean, would you even throw EC3 in there? If I was going to choose somebody from Impact, it, yeah, it would be EC3. Yeah. So I would I would say we could I mean we could almost have three just because I feel like everything needs to be kind of uh, mentioned here. Yeah, yeah. So that that was a good thing to bring up. Um, but th- this show was actually Levi's idea. Um, he texted me. I think. Well, I don't know if it was our group text or if it was just me, but his idea was to have a top ten, 
and everybody kind of does it, but I think us being a new podcast, I mean, to kick things off, to end the year right, which, I mean, we've only been a podcast for a little over a month, so for us to end our year with a top ten is only fitting. So. Yeah. I mean, like you said, everybody does it. It's, But, I mean, I'd love to do a, a ton of other top tens just with us. There's not a lot of time permitting for a ton of top tens. If it was our full-time job, it would be different. But I figured top ten wrestlers would be suitable for this because, you know, we're always ranting about certain guys. So this would give us a chance to talk about them and put their spot in our top ten, the Hills and Quads top ten, with the guest contributor, Robert Lemons. At Robert Lemons on Twitter. <laughs> Plug it. Plug Hashtag it. Mandy Rose. Well, exactly. But here's the thing, though, is we kind of compiled this list based off Hashtag this. Hashtag <laughs> But we kind of compiled this list based off the PWI Top 25, and we kind of shook it up a little bit. Yeah, actually, we shook it up quite a bit. Uh, we've even got one, uh, one women's wrestler on the list, which... Not a lot of people will put that in their top tens, but we're a little, we're a little on the edge, and we we like to have everybody kind of be a part of everything. And I'm all for the women's revolution, and I'm all for women's wrestling right now. Obviously, since me and Levi are really big into promoting the sabotage event, Friday, January nineteenth in Austin, Texas. Get your tickets War of the now genders. at sabotage.com. Where are the genders too? <laughs> excuse me. Yeah. Um, so, and, what, and what were the guests from Sabotage that we have? Uh, we had High and Young, and we had Phoebe uh, coming up January 7th. We have Thunder Rosa at Thunder Rosa 22. We have one more on the 7th, hopefully. I'm still waiting to hear back from her by email. And the 14th, we have Baby D, who is big in Texas right now, and Angel Blue. And you can find all okay. their hand, Twitter handles on our Twitter page at Heels and Quads on Twitter. That is a shameless All right, let's get it. Let's yeah, get it I had to that one. All right, so honorable. I'm tired of talking like this. Let's just come on. I'm tired of you guys. <laughs> Levi's turning heel. I'm turning right? heel. <laughs> um, yeah. He's got a little bit of heat. He's he, gonna have a little not bit. quite X Pac. I got Randy Orton heat. heat. Oh yeah, definitely Ooh. Randy Orton heat. He's getting old. We're getting tired of him, Robert. Which he's not. Well, no, Robert. Yet, no, Robert. My, Randy was number one, man. But we changed ours. You're a fucking fat. We ch- <laughs> yeah, we no. we changed it on you. Um, so I guess now we have three. I guess we'll give EC three the first mention. Um, if anybody in Impact made an impact, it was him. <laughs> I'll leave it. Or at Eli that. Drake, but I won't get into. Or Eli Drake's good too. Okay, yeah. we're, we're we're nitpicking now. All right, so our our actual two honorable mentions. Number one was Braun Strowman. So I'll let whoever wants to take the floor for a couple of minutes and talk about him. Well, yeah, I'll go ahead. I'll do it since it's kind of in my wheelhouse of, of what I follow. But, you know, I base in, – in my top ten kind of differed a little bit from yours, but we all kind of had the same thing. But I put I put Braun Strowman in at ten. I actually was a tie between our two honorable mentions. But Braun, when he comes out, just has just a mad pop. And he's kind of a – I would say he's more of a tweener with the, with the fan base, which is very – like he can – he can go heel and still get cheered, and he would come out of face and still get cheered just because he just goes in and just does mass total destruction. I agree with that. But I think that, you know, with him being injured, made him an honorable mention because he missed, what, two months? Yeah, it was it, two or three months, yeah. It, it, so that it was a... that, that's the reason why I, I kind of put him in as a tweener like that. But, 
you know, just, just what he's done in the short amount of time that he's been there. When he was with the Wyatt family, it was like he was just an afterthought. And then he went on his own and just totally just destroyed. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's what, what he was, that was what we were saying earlier was with the Wyatt family, it wasn't, he wasn't making an impact, but then the minute he went solo, it was like they, you know, they gave him what he, what he needed to be that big guy that just kicks everybody's ass. So. Well, didn't they, when they, when he first started out, it was just squash. Yeah. Matches, yeah. Which, you know, helps, it helps build a character, but they didn't overdo it to the point to where it's just like, this is stupid. Cause I remember, you know, the squash matches are, are, are built to, you know, be enhancement and build the character. And I think they did a really good job with that and with him in the early on. And it's definitely paying dividends now. And the two matches he had with the big show were probably two of the best raw matches of the year. Yeah, and I love that they did the ring falling apart thing. That was, and you saw it coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I mean, it, it was it, it it was a moment, and it was great. The cage match was good too. Um, now, now I was gonna say honorable mention number two. Moving forward, yeah. the reason why this is the honorable mention for this is because at the very beginning of the year, and now the very end of the year. He finally has his gimmick that we've all been waiting for. Through the middle of the year, uh, Matt Hardy was just one of the Hardy boys on the tag team. But now he's finally got the Woken gimmick, uh, same as the Broken gimmick, as you see at the start of the year and a year prior. Um, But he's an honorable mention for how much steam that's picking up. Like Robert said, he needed to be mentioned. Yeah. Um, And last night, I don't know if you guys saw it. I, I texted Levi. Um, last night at the Garden, they had to have their annual holiday house show at the Garden, and he now has the piano theme, so no more Hardy Boys entrance music for Matt Hardy. Yeah, that's awesome. He's back. So should we, so we should even probably, well, and since it hasn't happened yet, you would almost be accustomed to have to throw in Brother Nero. Well, well we don't and, know yet. It's not, yeah, it's not really any 2017 well, stuff. No, you're correct. And yep. And Jeff probably would have made the top ten. Had I didn't mean I didn't mean to totally like shoot you down or anything. No, I was just saying. No, you just totally no. You just like guttered me, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just I'm just saying because it's not like it it didn't happen in 2017. So that's why I said that. Yeah. But um, possible looking into 2000. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. And it and like I was saying, if he wouldn't have gotten hurt, Jeff probably would have made the top ten. Yeah, because he was he was doing some really good ring work before he got hurt. Well, and they you know broke him off into singles competition, so yeah. Yeah, it you could see the writing on the wall. Yeah, even before he left. Um, yeah, but here's the here's the thing with how stupid Vince McMahon can be, though. <laughs> I mean, would he have just well? And I'm and I say that. No, no, I no, I know what you're saying though. <laughs> <laughs> but. With the way that Vince McMahon thinks, he would have rode the Hardy Boys out until the bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind yeah. of a blessing and a curse. Yeah, yeah it, it, it was a blessing in disguise for sure, in my opinion. But but I just love that broken slash woken gimmick. Yeah. yeah. It's entertaining as hell. I don't care yeah. if people feel like it's, it's it's a joke or whatever. It's a gimmick. It's wrestling. It's, you know, it's what it is. Um, but let's go ahead and start this top ten. Because let's let's try to make this somewhat of a – I want it to be balanced, but I don't want it to go on too long. Yeah. Because we have a tendency when the three of us start shooting where – We rant we, uh, and rant. We'll, we'll go for two hours and we'll be like, oh, shit. Granted, it's always fun, but it's always way too long. Yeah. Um, 
So at the number 10 spot, it's Roman Reigns, and I'll let you two take this because I have nothing to add. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> obviously to start, yeah, I would I would say the, the reason Roman has to make the top 10 is because he's such a, obviously a, a huge name in the WWE, and I will say his ring work has somewhat improved this year. His mic work hasn't, um, but he is a big impactive player on raw so i feel like he has to you know in the build with brock it's you can see it kind of but uh because he's he's he brings he brings it every week yeah and, and he brings yeah exactly he, so he he has to make the top 10 i and me and tommy agreed on number 10 and robert wanted him number one no <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> oh man well i mean here's the thing like with him you know what you're gonna get you're going to get a decent match you're not gonna have any botch i mean it, it, you know what you're getting you're getting a decent quality match it's going to tell the story it's going to show him getting beat down and for some reason i don't know if you guys noticed but he always ends up with a bloody mouth every time. He, he does bleed him. in the mouth a lot, yeah. He uh, also we got a bleeder. I was yeah. I was gonna say he. Oh my god! I just lost my thought. He oh he's not other than the the mumps thing. If you notice, Roman's not prone to getting hurt, and I think it's because they probably try to protect him in ring. But that's another reason is he's been you know he's been a, a big player since January to December of 2017, so he has to make the list. Yeah, absolutely. I, I totally. As much as I'm not a I'm not a huge Roman guy, you know, but he I respect what he does, and he and he has to like I said, he has to make the list. So. All right. So you just made the list. Go ahead. No, I was just said you made the list. Oh. <laughs> you know what happens? You know what happens when you keep cutting me off, Robert. Do you know what happens? Uh oh. What? He's got his pen. You just made the list. <laughs> All right. So coming in at number nine is I really fought for this one, um, and I didn't expect anybody else to put him on the list. Our list, our top ten list, not the list of Jericho. Um, but even Rolling Stone said he was the WWE Wrestler of the Year for 2017, and it is the Miz. Mm-hmm. Well, so, he, carry, he uh, carries Raw because there's no champion there. And we we discussed that on a podcast already. I think it might have even been our first one, Levi. Yeah. By the way, this is episode number 20 already in a month. Well, that's that's cool. We get the top 10 in the 20th episode, so I think it's kind yeah. of a cool little anniversary it's kind thing. Of a, yeah, it's a little, little monumental occasion. Um, but, uh, yeah, The Miz, I mean, like like we said, you know, he, ca- he carried Raw this year. He has probably the best mic work on Raw. Um, By far, yeah. Let's see. I mean, he just... He had more episodes of Raw this year where he was the main focus than anyone. I mean, even over Roman Reigns. Because... Well, yeah, that... not. Well, I was going to you know, bring up the most valid point of that, what you're saying, is he's had more uh, shows Raw this year, including the one we went to, yeah. where he was the main focus over the Universal Champion... Brock Lesnar, he was he was over that guy, you know, and he's mm-hmm. the he's the main champ. Oh well, yeah, he so was. Can you, so can you so can you say honestly? And he, it was even like whenever he did his whole shoot interview about bringing the relevance back to the Intercontinental Champion. You know, back in the day when you know, as I was younger, I mean, I'm 35 years old, but 
even back when I was younger, the Intercontinental Championship always had a little bit more prestige and a little bit more power than the heavyweight champion because at that time Hulk Hogan would only show up. He would never show up on Raw. He would never show up. He wouldn't show up on main event on Saturday night. But the Intercontinental Championship always had a little bit more meaning back. Well, then. like they like they always say, it's the workhorse title, mm-hmm. and they've been pushing that really hard with Roman being champion. But um, yeah, yes, since they created the Intercontinental title in that fake tournament in uh, what was it, uh, San Juan or whatever, um, when Pat Patterson was the first Intercontinental champion, it was always. The best worker, Mr. Perfect, mm-hmm. Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Roddy Piper, Razor, uh, Razor, um, Shelton Benjamin. I mean, it, it goes on. Cody Rhodes, Gold Dust in the mid nineties. And it, um, it totally is. It's the, it's the workhorse title, and it's who who is the best in the ring at that time. And that's, that's who Vince wants. To and have that's that. why Miz is like a what is he like a seven time Intercontinental champ? If he hasn't. Has he tied Jericho yet? What's Jericho? Jericho's nine. Nine, nine. So Miz is closing in on that. Yeah. Um, and he's a great he's he's a great in ring performer. Absolutely. And he's a great he's a great heel. He is a yeah. He's a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He's a he's a twainer. He, he's a natural heel. Yeah. You hate him. You hate him so much. You have to respect him. Yeah, because he's he's like Braun. He's a tweener. I mean, he'll come out and he'll get a great pop. Yeah, yep. Tween. And he and he sells merch too. Um, All right. Speaking of speaking of selling merch, number eight. Yeah. The young bucks, <laughs> and we put them together because we can't split them up. Um, Levi, I'll let you start this one, man. Um. Well, young bucks coming in at number eight for a good reason. Um. Obviously, they're probably the best tag team in wrestling right now and that's not just because of popularity but that's because if you watch their in-ring work their chemistry is unbelievable uh their spots are ridiculous and the constant new moves all the time that they're doing and it's just it's just the tag team that had to be in the top 10 because first of all i'm a i'm a mark for the bullet club period as am i as is tommy and uh I have their shirts, have all the bullet club, a lot of the bullet club shirts, but anyways, uh, the Bucks, they just, they're just an awesome tag team. And it's just a, it's just a group of guys, a group of brothers, I should say that you can really get on board with and they're positive dudes. And if you don't watch their show on YouTube, being the elite, you definitely need to. And their dad does all the music for being the elite and he will be doing our new theme song very, very soon. And that was very awesome and kind of him to do that. Yes, it was. Just question for you: Didn't the Young Bucks actually? They left. No, they didn't leave. But didn't they have like a little cup of coffee? And TNA? TNA. Yeah, Generation yes. Me. Yeah, Generation Me. Yeah, I thought it was they Matt were... Max and Jeremy Buck. Yeah, yeah, I remember now. And they and even back then, I mean, you I could see it. that they had a great. <laughs> <laughs> they even had a great. They were a great tag team then. Well, you know, but I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, w- I was watching TNA. I watched TNA back then a lot, especially because it still kind of came on TV uh, before they got their Spike deal. But um, I remember watching, I mean, those guys were in the X Division matches a lot and the tag matches, and they were just, I, watching them back then, I was like, these guys are these guys are ridiculous. Like, they're just such great high flyers and in-ring performers. It's It's nuts. 
But if they go to the WWE, they get lost. In the and world. I think that's why they're staying away. And and why shouldn't they? They're they're making more money than they would make in WWE right now. Yep. Oh yeah. But Absolutely. between Ring of Honor Japan, the Indies, and their Hot Topic deal, they're set. Yeah. There's no need for it, and I'm fine with they, them not coming. I mean, I they had. Go, go, ahead, go ahead. Sorry. No, I mean they had comedy gold this year, and I even posted it in our group message. You know, when they were like, we can't lose. We just got to deal with Hot Topic. I literally lost my shit. <laughs> yeah, it was good. And they're currently, they're the six-man tag champs in Ring of Honor. And what other belts are they holding, Tommy? Are they New Japan Junior tag champs? Uh, no, they don't have them anymore. Uh, the only other belt they have is that Super Kick champion belt that they had made for them. Oh, that's right. Okay, so they're just basically just six-man tag champs right now with and, Hangman. You know, they're, they're, one, they're one of those, well, I mean, you can say it a singles or tag. But they're one of those tags that they just don't need a belt. No, because they're just so over. Yeah, Every, Everybody knows who they are. If you're a wrestling fan, you know who the Young Bucks are. Even if you don't watch Ring of Honor or New Japan or the Indies, you know who the Young Bucks are. Yeah. All right, so number seven, our one and only female wrestler on the list is Asuka. Asuka. Very deserving. Very deserving. Which she still has not lost a match. No, and she the, I think I think she's one of the few too. Excuse me, who have came to the main roster and hasn't been watered down, and I'm glad because, I mean, she was how long was her undefeated streak on NXT? Four hundred and something uh, days. Trump, it was over. It was well over a year. I know that. Well, that was the championship. She was four hundred and something today's champion. Oh, that's right. That's right. But yeah, yeah. as far as she's she is undefeated on NXT, other than Ember Moon, right? Or did she didn't even lose to Ember Moon? She didn't lose. No. So I think she's still undefeated on NXT, but she vacated the belt. She vacated. Yeah, yeah, because of the. Uh, I mean, which I think was easy. What I don't during that match that they said that she got hurt. I don't recall a spot where she got. She wasn't hurt. They were just that was Kate. Main roster. They were. They were getting something together for her to come to the main roster. Probably just giving her a break because she was a workhorse in the NXT. Well, and they didn't want to – they wanted to say they wanted to continue that streak, and they wanted to bring that storyline with them. Yeah. So, you know, that that asked, that asked my next question. Does she win the Women's Royal Rumble? Or did, is that a way for her to – That is a that's a good question. Because, I mean, that, that one's technically not a loss if she doesn't win. True. Um It'll either be her or if Ronda Rousey debuts at the Rumble. Yeah. Those would be... See, and that's what pisses me off the most. And I and I love Ronda Rousey, mm-hmm. but you bring her in to the Royal Rumble and that's the first match she wins. I don't think... I don't... You're for- I, I, I hope deep down that they know that that's not a good decision because that's... You're spitting in the face of all the girls who have been working their ass off to make that happen. So I think that's... Hopefully that's out of the question because that to me that's a spit in the face of the women's division because Ronda you know she's a she's a badass in UFC don't get me wrong but she I don't think she deserves to win that but and I com- no. I completely agree with both of you on that I'm just I'm looking at it as a if I booked for WWE I know how their minds work at this yeah point. totally that's I could see them doing it. yeah now but, if I were well, now could... if I were them I would let Oscar win face Alexa Bliss at Mania. And just destroy her. Destroy her. And then have... No! And then... Hang on. Let me finish. <laughs> and, then, 
and then have Ronda Rousey debut at Mania, like build something up, like have her do some vignettes or something. And they do Asuka and, and Ronda. And then, or have her face Charlotte Flair. Yeah. You don't, you don't that think that would she, be a great match. That would be a great match. Bef- now, okay, well, let's get back to Asuka. Let's talk about Asuka. Okay. Why, why, is she, why did she make number seven? Because of, she's the workhorse? Because she's the, the workhorse. She's undefeated. They've built her up to be this, uh, this monster among women. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't, it's just, a, she has a mystique about her. Like, I can't, I don't want to compare to Glacier. <laughs> But hang on, hang on, hang on. But like the vignettes, like she's coming and blah blah blah, and you know, just her her entrance is a big part of it. Um, But I mean, just in the ring, she is so she's cocky. Yeah. Like, but but she also has this. She has that I'm better than you vibe, but she also has that mystique. Um, and just I mean, her move set in general is just, you know. I don't think any of the women. I don't think any of the women can touch her as far as in ring work. Yeah, she's she's a. Uh, yeah, I think I think. Well, and I like. Was that? I like how they. I like how they have showed her as a monster because when Paige and Mandy Rose and all of them showed up in the ring, they didn't mess with Oscar. Almost like they were kind of scared of her. You know what I mean? That's the only time since pages come back that they really haven't let them touch her so it's almost like she's untouchable and they're building towards that story she's got that aura around her like she's like she's shielded yeah um yeah i I totally get what you're saying um but yeah just i mean just her work in nxt and so far on the main roster is why i think she belongs this high up on the list i mean i we could have easily put her at number 10 but i just think that would be putting her down and I don't want to do that. I think she's. Just, I think she's probably player. the best woman wrestler on the the main roster right now. Absolutely. Let's put it that way. And I and, and, and in NXT, I'm not saying she's the best women's wrestler in the world because no. I could probably think of a couple that are close or maybe even better. But as far as putting somebody in a top ten, you also have to take into account the the drawing power. She's yeah, going to draw yeah. more than somebody who's used to working in an armory and, you know, whatever else, or VFW hall. And not putting those places down because, I mean, there's some great shows that happen at places like that. And, she, and, 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 and take it for what it's worth, she does have sex appeal to her. She is easy on the eye to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that draws, that draws me in as well. <laughs> we know it does. And the, and the, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. No. Um, no. No. I do think Oscar is a yeah, yeah. She's she's a great looking girl. Yeah, I mean, definitely. And I and I don't mean and I and I don't mean that as a as a as a man and man as a pig. But I mean she's she's she is easy on that. Yeah. She's very attractive. Yep. She is. All right. All right. So coming in at number six is Tetsuya Naito. Naito. And I'm not doing that to make fun of Japanese people. I'm doing that because that's how you pronounce his freaking name. Yeah, Tetsuya Naito. So he won this year. Let's see. He won at Wrestle Kingdom 10, right? Or no, yes. that was last year. Wrestle Kingdom 10 was last year. Yeah, because this one coming up is 12. Yeah, this year was 11. Um, so this year, 
He who did he beat? He oh Tanahashi. Yeah, he, he defended beat, the Intercontinental Title against. Tanahashi. Yeah, he, he beat Tanahashi, and then did he? he beat Michael Elgin. He yeah he beat Michael Elgin. Uh, uh, Juice Robinson. Tanahashi again at Dominion, and then he he, beat, he uh, won his he won his block. No, he, he he was defeated by Ishii in the United States. Tournament. But at G at G one he won his uh, what do you he won his block, yes because it, it ended up being him and uh, Kenny right yeah that's what I thought okay yeah so first Naito obviously if you just if you watch the guy in ring a lot, like like a lot of the guys and I'm looking forward to this no no no, no, uh, no hang on. wait 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 hang on I was looking it up real quick just to, nope 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 You're, that was I was looking at 2016. Yeah, he won. He won his thing yeah. this year he at won G1, his block, right? And then, yeah, because he beat he beat uh, Omega to win G1. Oh, he yeah, that's right. He won the yeah. G1 climax overall. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I had to look. Kenny won, I had to look it, up to, won the US. I had to look it up to make sure because I knew that's why I put him on the list, but I just wanted to be 100 percent positive he did. Yeah, because at first I was looking at 2016. I was like, wait, no, he won this year. Okay, yeah. You beat Kenny Omega, and if you beat Kenny o- Kenny Omega, you're gonna get shot to the at least the middle of the list. Well, and his ring work first. I mean, it obviously speaks for itself, and he is taking on Okada at Wrestle Kingdom 12, correct? Yes, it's NATO and Okada because it's always whoever wins the G1. The G1, yeah, gets the title shot at Wrestle Kingdom. So, and that's gonna turn out to be a good match, but I think. Like you said, Nato Naito makes the list pretty much solely because he beat Kenny to win the G1 Climax. Yeah, two thousand seventeen. So and then he also beat Ishii to. Uh, he I guess he put his shot at Wrestle Kingdom on the line, and he beat Ishii to recently. Yeah, this was in October, October ninth. Okay, at King of, King of Pro Wrestling. Okay. So. So yeah, he's going. He's going for the big title at, at Wrestle Kingdom, which is next week. Yeah, I, just, I realized that this morning. I, Amanda was getting ready for work, and I go, "Holy shit, Wrestle Kingdom's next week!" And she's like, "Already?" <laughs> and so and like, for, yeah. forgive me for not like knowing all the Naito stuff off the top of my head, but I know he won G one, and I mean other he's than a, other than that, it's with Japan. You really, really have to watch it all yeah. the time. And he's he's now a two time G one winner. So, yeah, he won a few years ago, right? Uh-huh. It was like 2016, 15. Anyways, something he, like that. Yeah, so he uh yeah, he's totally deserving of the number 6 spot and I think he might you think he might be the guy to dethrone Okada? Could be cuz he's We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. There's been some rumblings about Okada coming to WWE. Uh I know. From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. 
Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Yeah. I'm really quiet on this one just simply because I'm in, I don't watch a whole lot of New Japan. But just hearing the passion in you guys' voice is just... It's I, getting you going. Crazy. It makes you want to watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's getting me going. I mean, it does. It really does. And you should. From, uh, I'm not saying that I'm casual, but, I mean, I know my stuff. You know, it's like whenever I was telling you why I picked, you know, who I picked for a particular number. And you were like, I didn't even know that. Or you were like, oh, that's awesome. I didn't even know that you cared. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But as as a casual fan and just listen to the passion, it's almost like if you don't watch it, it's like you're missing out. Yeah. So make sure you listen to the Heels and Quads podcast. Yeah. <laughs> because we know our shit. And subscribe to New Japan if you have the nine ninety nine. So New Japan World. Uh, yeah, it's nine ninety nine. The site's a little hard to sign up for. I know because I've done it twice now. Um, it's hard. It translates to, if you're on it, Google. It translates, but it translates roughly. So you yeah. still have to like really pay attention. You're like, okay, so am I subscribing or unsus- unsubscribing? Somebody else right now. All um, right, moving forward. What's our number, number five? five? Speaking of lists, this man had probably his biggest year with a gimmick of a list. And I'm that- talking about none other than Y2J. Chris Jericho. Now the majority of the list stuff was last year, but this yeah. year it carried very it, it carried, carried pretty over. far into this one. Yeah, but I mean he left and he was still doing the list. But either way, yeah. So I'll let you're you're I'll let you take this one, Tommy. You and you can okay. take the majority of it. I'm so sure. <clears throat> my wife is probably the biggest Chris Jericho mark that I know. She has she's bought the last. Four Chris Jericho shirts, and I just got her the new Alpha Club shirt available at Hot Topic. Um, hashtag 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 Hot Topic <laughs> at Hot Topic. Hey, Hot Topic sponsor the show. Anyways, so Chris Jericho is a trendsetter. Um, I called him the Madonna of pro wrestling because every time he comes back, he reinvents himself. He finds a way to be a main event player, no matter what, and he would be anyways just because of his name. But he works his way into that position. Um, and he has a very good relationship with Vince McMahon, if you read any of his interviews. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, and that, I mean, that helps. I mean, like like we talked about before on uh, our first Ring of Honor, Russell King, uh, New Japan, hashtag vape gimmick. Vape gimmick. <laughs> um, you know, he let Vince know he was going to work Japan and going to go work Omega. And Vince told him, yeah, you know, go do it make the money dude you know so well in early you know in earlier this year it's not about money with jericho though he's got enough of it yeah yeah i mean he just wants to he 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 even said recently he's not gonna work having fun if, if it's not necessary if he can't if he can't get a match over or somebody over then he's not gonna do it and this match is gonna i think this is gonna be probably i think this could be omega's trilogy with okada I think this match has that potential. Oh, and he's Jericho's also doing his cruise just because, first of all, he's going to get everybody over that's on the cruise. And I was going to mention that, too, as a reason why he's so high up on the list. I mean, he's number five. He's going to have his own wrestling cruise. Yeah. 
what other wrestlers could do that other than Hogan, Flair? I mean, could you imagine being on a cruise with Ric Flair? But, <laughs> but I mean, could you imagine hide being your, on a cruise with Chris girlfriend. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. We, me and my wife both wanted to go. But, I, I mean, I don't see it in the cards. But, I mean, I would totally go. And not yeah. only that, but, I mean, they well, have a Ring you, of Honor event on the cruise. You talk about a trilogy with Okada or uh, with Kenny Omega, does that culminate at WrestleMania? No, I was comparing it to his Kenny Omega's trilogy uh, with Okada. So, should there be, so de- determining what happens with this match, do you think, because Kenny Omega's contract's up mm-hmm. soon. Is, is it yeah, not? it's end of January. The end of January, yeah. He, he, so, they, that, that, that coincides with the WrestleMania build. Right. They did it. The date was done. New Japan did the date on the contract, so he couldn't appear at Royal Rumble this year. Ah, okay. They kind of cock-blocked Vince into getting him for Royal Rumble. But, yeah, I agree, Robert. I mean, if – I, there's no doubt in my mind Omega's going to go over because that just makes sense. And Jericho, I don't think, would want to win the match necessarily but Jericho's I think, doing the job man I mean yeah let's be real but I think yeah. Jericho loses to Omega and then they have a talk to where hey let's let's have a rematch you know on my turf you know well and then say Wait, that I say mean, that that'd be a, number two so where would be the third you think SummerSlam because if Omega's that's Jericho do it on that's the boat Jericho's oh uh, yeah do it on the boat and sell. Well, SummerSlam, sell SummerSlam is also Jericho's wheelhouse, though. That's SummerSlam is Jericho. It could be, but when I think it's SummerSlam. But look at SummerSlam everybody. is Jericho. But have you seen all the people that are going to be on the boat? Everybody yeah. in the Bullet Club has basically been announced, except for Kenny Omega. Uh-huh. That's all. That's all I'm saying. And that makes it more exclusive yeah. and makes people want to buy tickets to go on the cruise. Just saying. Um, Anyways, Jericho is a solid number five for the year. Moving on, number four, Cody, don't call him Rhodes. <laughs> uh, he's, I was going to say, as far as Cody goes, too, when we were talking about most improved wrestlers of the year, I think Cody's improved a lot this year, too. Yeah, we mentioned that yesterday on the Ring of Honor podcast. Yeah. Um, Cody. If there's ever a reason for someone to go away to reinvent themselves, Cody is. Yeah. The guy. Well, and I mean, think of Drew McIntyre as well. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. 100% agree with that. Because Drew McIntyre, like Cody, has all the tools. They were just getting watered down. Yeah. When you have 60 something wrestlers, 80 something wrestlers on a roster, it's easy to get watered yeah. down. It's easy to get lost in the shuffle. And it sucks. It but I mean, I, I, I mean, I was a Cody fan before. Um, I wasn't so much a fan of the Stardust gimmick. Yeah, um, I was. Ha- I was no, happy that no. he got to win the tag belts with Goldust. I was happy to see that. Yeah, I'm uh, definitely glad that that. Uh... And Dusty was there to see it. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, but I'm glad he left because I saw the potential in him to be a world champion. And he got that. This so does year. he ever go back to WWE? Oh yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. I think after his refreshment is done out in the world like that, I think he's going to go back. But see, he's so big right now that he's going to be able to do it on his terms. Yeah. He's huge in Japan. He's huge in Japan. (laughs) Have you never seen that shirt? Oh, yeah. I'm I'm huge in Japan. 
Sorry. I should get it because even I'd be huge in Japan. <laughs> I'm five foot five, guys. Come on. On a good day. Um, but yeah, there's not really much more we can say about Cody. He won the Ring of Honor World Championship. Uh, he he's reinvented himself. He's selling merch like crazy. His ring works improved. I I'm not a big fan of the bleach hair, but um, did he, did he do it because of Dusty? He might have, and if he did it because of that, then you know I I shouldn't really talk shit about it. But I'm a Cody fan. Hashtag gimmick. Hashtag gimmick. Hashtag bleach gimmick. So, anyways, and he had a, he had a good reign as Ring of Honor champion, which now came he to did. an end. And, and that was a good match, right? like we talked about on our uh, the review of it, the final the battle review. review. Yeah, we talked about it on the for on the final to cram to cram down into like twelve minutes, or what was it like twelve minutes? Yeah, it was like twelve or thirteen minutes. But I mean, damn, it was a good match. Yeah, exactly. To cram all that into that twelve minutes, and it to turn out that way, and still get. Castle over more and as champion. That was cool. So, Cody, and he was a great champion. So, anyways. So, here's where our top three, all three of us, were exactly the same. This was the only time where we were dead on. Okay, so at number three is Okada. Kazush. The Rainmaker. Kazush. Kazushika Okada. I can never say his first name. I wasn't even going to try it. Kazushika Okada. Yeah, I mean, that's what I do anyways. I was just trying <laughs> to say his name. The Rainmaker. Um, first of all, the Rainmaker. Okada this year has had a hell of a year. He's the, he is the longest reigning IWGP heavyweight champion. And quite uh, possibly the best. And quite possibly the best. So first of all, as far as 2017 goes, at Wrestle Kingdom at the start of the year, him and Kenny had a ridiculous match. So that, and if you still have not seen that, where the fuck have you been? Yeah, uh, for the last year. It. Uh, uh, <laughs> have you not seen it? No, and I'm gonna go watch. Go watch it. it. You need to. Tonight, you need to. I want you to watch that. Match. Wrestle Kingdom 11: Kenny Omega versus Kazushika Okada. So, trust, anyways, trust me, Tommy, I'm gonna trust me, Robert. Up. Tommy, I'm gonna need that log. As soon as you watch it, oh, you can get it on YouTube. Um, as soon, oh. as soon as you watch it, you're going to text us and be like, oh my God, how did it take me a year to watch this? <laughs> yeah. Now it's going to be a long match, but you're going to be invested in the whole thing. Yeah. It's an, it's an hour. Easy. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, right there, what you said, an hour long match with Kenny Omega where they just kicked each other's asses in the Tokyo Dome. How long was Dominion? How long was that? Was that an hour? That. Dominion, I think, was about the same amount of time, 45 and minutes then, to an hour. And yeah. then, uh, G1, G1 was, was only 30. 35. Yeah. G1 yeah. was the shortest of them all, but it was still good. Yeah. Um, so, well, right there, we just said the three reasons. Yeah. Why, There's nothing else to say about Okada. And the fact that he's the champ. I mean, Okada's, yeah. He's badass. He's, he's got really, a, really he's got badass. A great- He's got a great gimmick. I love his coats that he comes out with in the ring. I mean, that's a weird. I'm not a. I'm, and not. I'm not a big fan of his finisher. And not that. Like not that. Finisher. I'm not saying anything against, uh, you know, Japanese or Asian or anything like that. But he's a really big dude for an Asian. Yeah, he's, he he's is. a big yeah. guy. He's built. Yeah, and that, that's that's another reason why like is so drawn to him. And I think that's why he's such a big deal over in Japan too, is because like he's he's someone people can look at and be like, oh my god, like. 
hell yeah, he's the champion. Like, look at him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's 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 a huge dude. Do you think? Because I, I'm I'm into the flow of a finisher. It just feels wonky whenever he does his finisher. Like, there's no catch him out of nowhere. Yeah, I I, I, mean, I hear what little... you're saying. Yeah, watch watch the the first Okada Omega match. It's a it's a little delayed. Is I think is what you're thinking. Like yeah. the the way he pulls them back in, it just seems kind of like there's a quick like a little bit of a delay. Um, no, not even that. Not even that. It's like, and and I hate Randy Orton with a passion, <laughs> but he can literally pull his finisher out of his ass at any given time. Yeah. And I and I feel like that there's the build up to the finisher. You know, he bear hugs them, whips them around, and then does his clothesline or whatever. I just I just feel like it doesn't. I I mean, I feel it, like he could come up with a better. Go ahead, Levi. Well, I, I mean, I see. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's not something that you can just like, you know, the match is building and building and building. He can't just like hit it out of nowhere, like you're yeah. saying. Yeah, it's but, kind of a compound yeah. move. But also, in turn, yeah, Robert, and not, I'm not knocking you because you really don't. I mean, you don't watch a lot of New Japan stuff. Um, right. It could just be. No, I get it. it could be a contrast in what you're used to, like the different styles. Like he is more of a strong style type. As opposed to your yeah. everyday, you know, WWE performer. Well, that's like if you watch yeah. if you watch Japan just in general, yeah. any, any match you'll see where Shinsuke, you know, they that why they call him the King of Strong Style because that's that's where it comes from is over there. I mean, it, it's it's a completely different animal, and I think that's probably why me and Levi have graduated to that, and like why it's so hard sometimes for us to put WWE over. I mean, as much as I, you know, give them money, like. My high spots, no, no, no. yeah, my high spots and my New Japan stuff have, you know. Did you say nine ninety nine? Yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, you know, I've canceled, <laughs> I've canceled my high spots and New Japan a couple of times now, but my WWE comes out every month. Like, well, let's, I've let's, never be, let's remember where we all came from, you know. Uh, th- so. And that's why, because I want to be able to go back and watch WrestleMania four or three or five or six, yeah, or nine even if I'm feeling froggy. And I want to sit through three hours of cheese grating my dick. Um, I love WWE. Don't get me wrong. I do too. I just I, our thing about it is we just want it to be better. Well, uh, we're all, you know yeah. we're always looking for something else too. All, all wrestling fans, you're always looking for something else, or you're looking for the Attitude Era. You're and looking s- for the new generation. Since we started doing this podcast, Levi and and Robert. And, I mean, we've had all these indie talent on our show. I've watched more indie wrestling than I even have New Japan. Yeah. I mean, I'm so consumed with independent pro wrestling right now. It's I shouldn't know all the people I know. And, it, it I mean, it's it's insane. I can't believe it. Well, well with, with regards to WWE, I think, and this is how I feel, I think once Vince McMahon hands over the reins to Triple H, I think we're going to see a different brand. I think it's going to go that direction. Yeah, it's quite possible. But he's still going to be in his ear. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Moving yeah, forward. I, I think, and just to wrap that up, um, I think Triple H and Stephanie are more open to the outside world. Yeah. I well, because th- Triple H remembers, you know, he remembers where he came from. Yeah, I think. He was out there. 
Yeah, I think he, they probably, I, I would think that Triple H probably watches New Japan. I Well, look at all the talents that he's brought into NXT yeah, from, from New Japan. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Hideo Itami, I mean, that he, he was a big star. He was Kenta in Japan, and he brought him over. And Bauer. And, you know, Vince killed him. Well, yeah, I, can't say, I, can't, I can't say Vince killed him. His injuries killed him. But, yeah, Finn yeah. Balor, I mean, yeah. I mean, he was the biggest thing, and he was a junior weight. Yeah, so, so anyways. Anyways, let's wrap this up. We're down to number two, and it's the phenomenal AJ Styles. Styles. That's we, right. Dude, Le- Levi, you start this one because that's your, that's your boy. Uh, Yeah, I mean, AJ Styles, I've – actually legit like followed AJ Styles since his early TNA days uh so I've always been a fan and I mean watching him come to the Royal Rumble a couple years ago was like it was like a dream come true for me you know to see him get to come to the big leagues but uh through 2017 uh AJ well first of all a lot like you know Okada and Kenny they started the year off with an awesome match uh it was actually a, a trilogy match but it was the third of it was John Cena and AJ had their third match at the Royal Rumble, and it was a phenomenal, <laughs> no pun intended, a phenomenal match. And Fuck that, pun intended. Yeah, the pun is intended. It was a phenomenal match. Uh, so, so he opens the year with that, and then at Mania, he, he had Shane. He made Shane look great. Um, he carried the United States title. He was pretty much in that picture all summer, doing a really good job of it. And then now he's got the strap back on him. So I think I think AJ and, and for a guy who's now like basically forty years old, I think he's thirty nine, forty, um, he's working his ass off like he's in his twenties still, like he did in, in TNA. He still flies around like that. And uh he's just a huge part of WWE. He carries SmackDown beyond belief. And it's the house uh, it's the it's the house that AJ built. And it, and it is. SmackDown Live is it's like AJ built SmackDown Live. You know, when it was rebranded. Since the draft, yeah, absolutely. You are absolutely 100% correct. Did you guys... It's AJ. Did you guys... Did you guys watch the uh, Talking Smack after Clash? Yes. That's the first... And that's... that's Because he was on there. But that's the first time that I've really seen him like he was just absolutely beat up. Yeah. I mean, that was a, that was a pretty intense match. I mean, it really was. Yeah. And... And it was, and you know, you know why the match and it looked was, good. He wasn't selling it. You know why the ma- why Jinder looked good in that match because he was working with AJ Styles. <laughs> exactly. End of story. <laughs> but you know, here's 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 another thing too. And for what he what he has done and where he's came from, you know, he left a pretty comfortable position at Impact. Oh yeah. And went and went to ROH, grew his hair out, did and you know not necessarily reinvented himself but got his name out there further than what it already was. I mean, when you say Impact Wrestling or TNA Wrestling, the first person you think of is AJ is Styles. AJ Styles, absolutely. So, but that was just specifically just to TNA and Impact. But once he went to ROH, it totally redefined him and reshaped him as a person. And then he started getting on the radar of WWE. And then once he came to WWE, I, I believe that there's a right place and a right time with everything. And when he came to WWE, it was the right time and the right place. Oh, don't forget about, you know, he was he was in, in Japan. He was the leader of the Bullet Club. Exactly. You know, and that's, that's in the ROH and New Japan thing. But, yeah, I mean, I think AJ rightfully uh, 
earns the spot at number two. He could arguably number be number one next to or number one. I wasn't going to spoil that yet, but I'm sure everybody knows what it is by now. Um, AJ definitely he rightfully earns the number two spot on this list as that rest number two of 2017 for us. And um, I just I just wanted to add one quick thing because I mean you guys hit the nail on the head, but the reason why I put AJ at number two more than anything is the connection that my kids have made with him. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, all three of my boys were into wrestling before AJ debuted, but since he's been on WWE, I have never seen them so into it. Like, all three of them just love watching him. Like, it doesn't matter if he's wrestling or just doing a promo. Like... I've witnessed it first. They hear his music, and I mean, baby, that shows you all age groups, man. He 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 appeals to all age groups. Well, yeah, I remember the show, the Raw show. You know, they were selling his gloves, and 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 that shows you too. They're they're showing they're selling AJ's gloves at a Raw show, and he's on SmackDown, and they're they're like selling out of them. Yeah, but uh, two of my three boys got the AJ gloves. The other one got the Roman Reigns (laughs) vest. And I have a pair of AJ's TNA gloves as well. You got them too. To, you got the gloves. I went to too. Impact. Yeah, yeah. I have his. I have his WWE gloves. I have uh, some some TNA gloves when I seen them down in uh, Little Rock, and then now I just need some Japan ones. But yeah, yeah. I did me and Baby Tommy were doing the. Oh yeah, know, putting the yeah, gloves together. We might have to post that. Do you still have it? Do you know? I don't. I don't think I do. Mariah might have it. Yeah, see if Mariah's got it. We need to post that on Twitter. Just to coincide. With All right. So, All right, so number one. So, so, I, hold okay. on, hold on. So, with because I'll go ahead and do this one just simply because I know I'm about to get shut out and I'm not going to be able to get a fucking word in. Okay, Edwards. <laughs> so, I'm I'm going to say the number one. I'm going to say the number one and the reason why, and then you guys can just go and and towel off and go take a cold shower. Okay, because I'm probably going to have to fast. Yeah. So the number one. I'm, wear, I'm, wear, on I'm wearing his shirt right now. The number one is Kenny Omega, which is a kind of a no-brainer. I don't know enough about Kenny Omega other than what I read, and anytime I'm pulling up the dirt sheets and anytime I'm reading, you know, forums and stuff like that, Kenny Omega's name is mentioned. So in my defense, I haven't seen a whole lot of him. I've seen a couple of matches, and every match that I've seen is always just absolutely fantastic. But the reason why I voted him number one is you can't pull up, you know, WrestleZone or you know, uh, what all the other ones that I read. I can't, I couldn't tell you because I read so many. But there's always something within the first two articles about Kenny Omega. So that's the reason why I was me. Have at it, boys. All right, Levi, you go because I might cry. I'm wearing I'm wearing Kenny the Cleaner original Bullet Club shirt right now, which I got for Christmas thanks to my lady. But yes, it's my. Yeah, and you, because you told her. But so I'm wearing I'm carrying his shirt. Uh, well, just like Okada, he started the year uh, at Wrestle Kingdom with a fan the the fantastic start of the trilogy. Um, then he went on. They they fought at Dominion, and then he did climax. Or was it U.S. title or climax first? G1 was first. G1. So it was G1. Uh, he did a amazing job throughout that tournament and then you know gave it to naito at the end then he becomes the first ever iwgp united states champion uh he's still holding the belt obviously 
and he's just been having an amazing year. The guy, uh, he just he kicks ass. Levi, are he, you getting emotional? <laughs> no, I'm walking around. I'm like running out of breath because I'm so worked up. Oh, he's ultimate <laughs> warrior running to the ring. Right yeah, now. but no, he. I mean, you know, G, t- he took G1 to the finals. He won his block, and Naito won his block, and then he gave it to him. But you can watch every match of the tournament, and it was amazing. And you know, and then to go on a month or two later and win the U.S. title tournament, that was awesome. Because who, who did he take it? Who did he beat Ishii at the end? Ishii, yeah, yeah, he beat Ishii at the end. Who also and, could have easily been in this top ten, in my opinion. Yeah, and I was I was thinking about that. So maybe we throw an honorable mention to him real quick. Yeah, we'll go ahead and do that. Well, Ishii gets an honorable mention. Good job, Ishii. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah. Kenny, I don't think anybody else other than, you know, possibly AJ or possibly even Okada is more the deserving of the number one. The easily interchangeable. Yeah. So, but, you know, Kenny's well, well deserving of this number one spot. And it's just leading up to the Jericho match with he and Jericho at Wrestle Kingdom 12. It's – the build to it's been awesome. And it's just something, like, it's a story right now that's going on at the end of 2017 that has me the most interested. Like, there's nothing else going on other than possibly the Woken Matt, but that's not really on this caliber, but it's one thing that has me very interested, so. Is it me now? It's you, it's you. Okay, so I'm just going to say this. I haven't been as emotionally invested in a wrestler since Shawn Michaels retired. And that and that's high praise. Yeah. Um, I love the Terminator thing about him because that's Terminator Two is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yes, yeah, but here. not only that, but just the fact that Kenny Omega will sell. He's he's like a Dolph Ziggler type. He sells the shit out of moves, and I mean he gets those ring apron bumps he takes are hard as hell. Like that's yeah. the hardest part of the ring. That and the corner and the turnbuckles. That's, those are the hardest parts of the ring. That shit has to hurt. I don't know how he does what he does. But well, like and then said, and then to that and you know he's going. He's in the ring with Okada like forty minutes to an hour, just killing each other, man. Yeah. And I mean it's strong style, man. It's knees and they're hitting each other. Like yeah. there's 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 no give to it. It that's the great thing about New Japan in general is it looks real. It looks like UFC. Yeah. There there's hardly ever a botch. Once in a while, maybe, but you don't even care because you're so invested in the match. Like we've talked about before, Levi, half the time we don't even know what the fucking story is because it's in Japanese and we don't speak Japanese. But you just you just watch it because But it's... we're just like, holy shit, they're so good in the ring, we don't give a shit. Yeah. We watch it because we love it. Yeah. And we love we love the performers because they're so good at what they do and they want they want to please their fans they're not in it i mean you know the money's great and and who knows we i mean we don't know them personally they might just be in it for the money but in my heart and my mind i want to believe that they're doing it because we enjoy it yeah and they and they do they go out there and they put on a hell of a show for you and it's nothing like you'll see anywhere else and i mean that i'm serious that you won't see matches like Kenny or Okada or Naito or Ishii, those guys that they put on over there anywhere else. But, I mean, Kenny especially, the guy is a ridiculous workhorse. And and 
about this top 10, Kenny, as well as everybody else and every other wrestler out there, but especially this top 10 and, you know, maybe even the top 20 of PWI this year or whatever, but these guys on the road, man, they sacrifice so much to be on the road and, and to they're on the road nonstop. And then they, they, they go and put on a show for us to just trip out on like this you and, know, like, and do and do what we're doing right now. We're doing a podcast about a predetermined sport. <laughs> yeah. And the, and these guys are traveling nonstop for us to be able to do this. So that's a high praise for that. And not just the top 10 or the top 20. It's the independent Every guests we've had on. Yeah. We, oh, we, yeah. Want, we want to thank you guys for coming on our show and believing in us enough to try to get you over. We yeah. want to, we want to thank everybody who's listened. Because we are closing in on a thousand listeners for this podcast, and like I said before, we're a month in, so it's awesome. We want to thank iTunes, Google Play, Pod Flick Your Bean. We want, <laughs> we want to thank everybody. We want to thank Robert for contributing to our podcast and listening to our podcast when even when he's not on it and believing in us and texting us saying, "Hey guys, you did a great job," or "Hey Tommy, don't drink so many gimmicks." So, Robert, thank thank you, man. Yeah, thank you, Robert, for being a part of the show, man. Thank you. No, thank you for having me. It's it's awesome. I'm I'm enjoying the ride as much as you guys are. I feel like we're having like we need to like have like an Indian circle or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we just closed out our top ten wrestlers of the year, and I think it's you know it's kind of the year is ending for us too. So I'm looking forward to a great 2018 moving forward, and maybe we'll even do another top ten of. 2017 and early 2018. Yeah, Maybe we can do another. We'll see what you know. we can do. T- time can only tell, and time we do not have. Maybe, maybe we do top. <laughs> yeah, maybe we do like top ten worst of something. You and know, this, whatever. This we'll see. might not be the last episode of the year. We might be able to get something else in. Hopefully, I'm hoping me and Robert can get together at, at the very least and do at least a maybe a WWE year in review or whatever. Uh, maybe New Year's Eve, like early morning or something, if he's up to it. Um. And I will be fucking long-winded on that one. You know that as well. <laughs> More so than me, but again, thank you guys so much, Levi. I, we did it, man. Yeah, we <laughs> knocked it out. We got the podcast rolling. Um, and we're on iTunes now, so subscribe there. Uh, if you see us on- Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. On Twitter, retweet, like, all that stuff. Follow our personal pages. I'm at Mr. Tommy Walter. So. Huh? What? Huh? Did he fall uh, out? I, I don't know. I guess. What were you saying, Robert? 
He fell. Oh. Oh, okay. I'm at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. I'm at, at Levi Robert Lemon on Twitter. Twitter. Oh, that was at so Robert Lemon again. At Levi, Levi D. Zendel. All right. Thanks again for a great 2017. We'll see you guys in 2018. Talk to you later. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our Powered by True Car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill, plus take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed, and together, we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.